It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. As always, every win is for the culture. But what is the culture? What is it at all? We've discovered it with every win. We discover it with every game. And none more so than these last two, despite all the context needed for them. Let's get into another, that's right, another win for the Orlando Magic on today's Locked On Magic. Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 23rd, 2021. My name is Phil Prosperich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Philip RR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the Orlando Magic's 104 to 96 win over the Atlanta Hawks, why things are going so right right now, and why, even though there's plenty of reasons not to believe in what we're seeing and plenty of reasons to think what we're seeing is not important, I'll tell you why it actually is. We'll get to it and a bit of the culture the Magic are building and why this week's been really important for it coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether you're listening to us first thing in the morning, this one will be first thing in the morning, uh, whether you're listening to it first thing in the morning, uh, right when we upload, while you're working out, while you're driving to work, while you're at work, wherever, whenever, on your way to the Magic game tonight, we truly do appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, you can download us wherever you download podcasts, plus we are streaming on YouTube. You can find us Find us there and subscribe for free. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's podcast also brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. They can even negotiate better deals on the ones you want to keep. Check it out today at Truebill. Yes. The Orlando Magic's games right deserve plenty of context. Games around the league deserve plenty of context. The Magic have six players in health and safety protocols with the addition of Michael Mulder on Wednesday to the health and safety protocol list. Um, they're down five players, the usual five, Jalen Suggs, Michael Carter-Williams, Etuan Moore, and of course, Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz. Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter are still out. They were listed as questionable entering this game. I imagine Cole Anthony is much closer to coming back than Wendell Carter. But you have to assume that they're out. Entering Wednesday's game, Orlando had only four active players who started for the team or played for the team on opening night. Let me repeat that. The Magic have only four active players on their roster right now. Not in health and safety protocols. Not not injured. That played for the team on opening night. This is late December. There's no trades. There's very few signings. 
COVID has done a number on this team. And again, the health and safety protocols, I think, are perfectly fair. Um, you know, there's certainly some details that I think need to be worked out, and the NBA needs to kind of rethink some things, perhaps. But every team in the league is going through this to some extent. Um, the Atlanta Hawks aren't feeling sorry for the Magic. They have six of their own in healthy protocols, including Trey Young, who's just such an important part of their team. The Certainly Miami had a lot of injuries, probably the best team the Magic have played the last three games. Brooklyn Nets have had their games postponed ever since that Magic loss, that loss to the Magic on Saturday. It, teams are going through it right now. And you can only play the opponent in front of you. That's just how the schedule works. But yes, these games deserve that bit of context before we get into them. However, the Magic played really well once again. Their third straight game where you could just objectively say, yes, they're doing some really good things. And you can tell there's that talent deficit. You could tell that these guys are not quite NBA players um, completely. But they're still doing really good things. And the guys you do care about are playing really, really well too. Chumo Kiki, um, Franz Wagner especially, and obviously Gary Harris and Robin Lopez have done their part and have been key to wins. More than anything, though, the team's energy has been fantastic. Their willingness to defend. The G League guys have really taken to what the Magic are teaching. And that's just such an important point that it's really about today. But for this game, yes, it was ugly. It was sloppy in a lot of ways for both teams. Both teams, you could tell, were just so undermanned. Um, and yet the Magic continually found their way to race ahead, to stay ahead of the curve, to stay ahead of the game. The Magic deserve a ton of credit for this. Deserve a ton of credit for being a team that raced to the lead, that took control of the game in a way that the Hawks just weren't able to for much of it, for much of it. Orlando ended up building as much as a 20-point lead in the third quarter. They did this through grit and determination defensively. This through timely shot-making by Franz Wagner. Great passing from Robin Lopez, especially uh, out of the low post in that third quarter. Orlando just, again, just they, they did all the right things. All those little things you have to do to, to, to win, including timely shots, whether it was Franz Wagner somehow flipping a, a, a floater in over Onyeke Okongwu um, in the fourth quarter, or Lopez getting a rebound and kicking out to Chumo Kiki and seeing that ball pop high off the rim and bounce in for a big three-pointer. It was good contributions from all the new guys, too. Aleem Ford continues to be really impressive. Asani Gravett got his first start of his career. B.J. Johnson scored a career-high 14 points. Yes, topping that great game that he had in Los Angeles two years ago for the Orlando Magic. Admiral Schofield hit shots from the outside, something that he is not particularly known for. And yeah, the new guys played well too. Um, Gillespie played fantastic uh, in this game, just playing with so much energy, so much effort that, yes, Magic fans were saying, Magic probably need to rethink their two-way contracts, make sure they keep some of these guys. Freddie Gillespie, just, a, uh, just played fantastic, played exactly how you expected him to play if you watched him at all in his short run in Toronto last year. Everyone played a part in the win, and that's just what it's going to take right now because, yes, the Magic aren't going to shoot the ball great. 44.7%, 29.7% from deep. They've got to work together. They've just got to kind of grind out these games and find ways to stay in control. The defense, which has been so bad all year, was really good. 
They stonewalled John Collins, who's probably the best individual talent in the game. They sat down and defended. They got stops when they needed to. When the, when the Hawks cut the lead from 20 down to 7, Orlando extended it back out. They did the things that kind of veteran and poise teams do because they get down and defend. That's who this Magic team wants to be. So if I, if, if I feel a little more excited about what we saw in these last two wins, and yes, the Magic's first back-to-back wins of the season, if I seem a little more excited about it, it's because the hints of what this team can be and what this team wants to be are all there. And that's really important for this Magic team. That's really, really important to kind of continue to build and grow and develop. And you don't, and you only do that in the course of games. Now, yes, would it be better if Cole Anthony were out there? Would it, would it be better if Jalen Suggs were out there? Would it be better if Markel and Jonathan and, and, and some and RJ and Terrence and the guys that are out are out there? Yes, absolutely. Um, it would be more meaningful for sure. Um, this was the Magic's most comfortable win of the season. Uh, an eight-point win, where it you know we're not going to be looking at a five-minute report or a last two-minute report um, tomorrow uh, is 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 a first for this Magic team uh, this season. Uh, but um, yes, all those things are one hundred percent true. Um, it, this game deserves all the context and all the warnings and all the saying. Well, yeah, it was, but it was against a Hawks team that didn't have Trey Young. It was uh, the injured team. Yes, I, I agree completely with that. I'm not saying we should be hoisting a banner right now. Um, other than a joke banner that says the Magic won two consecutive games. Um, but this game was really important for the development of this team's culture. And that's really the big takeaway I want to make from this game. And really the big takeaway I want to make from this week as players begin, hopefully begin to come back from health and safety protocols now that the Magic are back in Orlando, um, readying for a home game against New Orleans Pelicans. Would not surprise me to see a few of those, few of those players that were on that COVID list back again on Thursday. Then again, we, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We don't quite know. We'll dive into the box score, talk a little bit more about that point about the Magic's culture as now we can maybe find it a little bit better coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Prize Picks. Now, you've been hearing me tell you about Prize Picks for months. Have you signed up yet? Have you? I finally did. I finally started playing a little bit, and I can tell you that this game is a lot of fun, and it really tests your knowledge of basketball, of sports, of anything. If you haven't signed up yet, now is the perfect time. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. You get $50, $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point. That's right. If you pick a player who scores a point, a single point, in your first entry, you get $50 free. But you have to use the promo code code NBA. That's right. This is an offer available to locked on fans only who use code NBA when you sign up. Prize Picks is the best NBA DFS prop game on the market and fantasy sports offers. This is just you picking an over under. You essentially set your set the number of, of picks you want to make. Let's say you want um Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner's over under is set at 25 points. You want the over, you pick the over. You pick a couple, pick pick a couple of these over unders. Could be points, could be rebounds, could be in the NFL, could be in any sport. The Gasparilla Bowls tonight. Your set of 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 numbers that you want to hit. You pick the over, the under, and then you see if your ticket wins. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other daily fantasy sports prop operator, and offers all the superstars, players, and bench players 
only recording a handful of minutes each game so you get your chance to make the best picks. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, threes made, and plenty more. You pick two to five players and over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry versus projected numbers. No worrying about expert players. No worrying about professional players, money spots. Not even more than that, just hoping that you make your money back in an entry. You really. It's just you versus the you versus the house. Essentially, you have a very good chance of winning. I can tell you that I've already won twice and won pretty pretty hefty prizes twice already. Prize picks also allows mixed poetry, so you can take uh, an NBA player along with the NFL or college football. Gas for ball again coming up. So use the winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawal. Let's go to prizepicks.com today and download the app. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. That's right. All users that deposit and use the promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Single point. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's podcast also brought to you by Boost Mobile. Now, if I copy load, I'll be able to tell you a little bit more about Boost Mobile because Boost Mobile is all about the power of knowledge. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. So you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get power of a free 5G phone. So you can listen to all the latest episodes, the power of three of your family can harness all that brain power too, and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that knowledge you'll gain, just how powerful we become. Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G. When you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks, more power to save. Boost Mobile. Here's the disclaimer. Free phone is limited to new customers and one per line. Additional offer. Offered not available everywhere for all phones or networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. We want for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us. Thank you for listening to Locked On Magic. Subscribe to us wherever you download podcasts, as well as stream us on YouTube. The Orlando Magic again defeat the Atlanta Hawks 104 to 96 for their second straight win. Hooray! Um, also, I believe their uh, seventh win of the season. So, so pick, start, hopefully, starting to pick some wins up. Uh, the Magic will have the New Orleans Pelicans at the Amway Center tonight. But first. Let's run through the final box before we talk a little bit more about this game. Again, Franz Wagner, 25 points, 10 for 24 shooting, 1 for 6 from beyond the arc, 4 rebounds, 2 blocks, 2 turnovers. Um, I, I will continue to say this. I will do this. Um, I, it's, it's becoming my running joke, my running schedule tweet. Franz Wagner is really good, guys. Um, look, the efficiency was not there. He even recognized that in post game. Um he probably shouldn't be on the ball as much as he is at, um, but he, and that's how, how the magic have to play. They're trusting him a lot. And the fact that the magic are trusting a rookie this much, I I think is, is really special. And is really a a big deal. Um, I love what Franz does every game, you know, even his misses right now 
um, I feel like are, are, are him exploring his game and continuing to expand his game and, and really um, begin to understand what he can do in this league. And, and it just, it just it continually feels like the sky is the limit that every challenge the magic throw at him, he, you know, he might stumble a little bit at the beginning, but he gets it. He figures it out. Um, he adjusts on the fly and, and defenses are throwing a lot at him right now. And yeah, he's having some struggles with it. There's, there's no denying that he's still a rookie. And I, I think I'm sure a rookie wall will come at some point for him. Um, but this kid has been really, really, really good. Just any rookie should be, to be perfectly frank. Rookies are not supposed to be this good. This is, this is, this is not normal. This is really not normal from a young player um, like Franz Wagner. Um, just a really impressive game. Again, 25 points, did take 24 shots. Um, but just it, it, he continued to be blown away by how this guy continues to grow and get better. Gary Harris, 17 points, two for nine shooting, 11 for 11 from the foul line, four assists for him. Just again, continuing to be solid. I, I really like Gary Harris's game. Robin Lopez, probably the player of the game, 10 points, five for 10 shooting, a career high, 11 assists. Um, again, the Lopez figured out very quickly that that the Hawks were going to come double him hard. Um, that's what the Nets did to some success. Uh, in the last game, um, and, and Lopez just then decided, okay, I'm just going to pass the ball. Um, you know, give me the ball in the post. Admiral Schofield just cut right off of him as the double came, fed him the ball. Um, you know, double in the post again, feed it to Franz Wagner, cutting the basket. Franz Wagner's a great cutter. Lopez did this time and time and time again and just picked that defense apart. Um, and again, it just shows to show what value a veteran brings to the team. Just always ready to play, always delivering when the team needs it. Just, uh, I, again, a really impressive performance from Robin Lopez. Um, the new guys, uh, Chumo Kiki, 12 points, 5 for 14 shooting, 2 for two for 11 from beyond the arc, 6 steals. He's, that's that's another game with 6 steals. He had 6 steals, I think, against the Heat as well on Friday. Um, Chuma's playing really good defense, really did a great job on John Collins uh, throughout the game. Yeah, the shooting didn't come around tonight, but he, he made positive plays nonetheless. And again, I think that's, that's a really positive thing as well. Uh, Hassani Gravett in his first start, eight points, five assists, five rebounds, three for six shooting. I, I love the way that Hassani Gravett plays, just plays really hard, plays really smart. Um, you know, again, whatever deficiencies he, la he he lacks, he makes up for an effort, which is just half the battle, to be frank. Um, the guy's playing really hard and, and really showing out and shining uh, it, it uh, for this team. Off the bench, obviously, all guys coming from the G League. B.J. Johnson, 14.6 for seven shooting. Got his shot going. When he gets a shot going, he is a bucket. Um, big reason why the Magic were able to hold off the Hawks in the fourth quarter was B.J. Johnson was making buckets. Um, so Bucket J. Johnson playing some very, very good basketball for the Magic. Admiral Schofield, eight points, three for three, two for two from beyond the arc. Not a great three-point shooter, so to see him hit two big threes uh, was a big deal for him. Um, Aline Ford, only four points on two for six shooting. Freddie Gillespie in his first game with the Magic. Five points, two for four shooting, eight rebounds, led the team in rebounding. Rebounding is a big issue. Robin Lopez, not a great rebounder. He's more about boxing out, get, setting up rebounds for others. Um, but Freddie Gillespie, you could just feel his en energy and his effort. Um, that's what the magic, that's what he did in Toronto last year when he played for them. That's what he did for this magic team. Really, really strong effort from Freddie Gillespie. I really, really like the minutes that he gave this team and, and feels like, you know, again, that felt like a good signing when the Magic signed him. I was like, that's a good pickup. That's a good guy to get in this situation. Um, really prove that, prove that, prove that true. Tim Frazier, one point, missed both of his shots, one for four from the foul line, uh, four assists for him as he gets himself settled. 
The Atlanta Hawks still get 28 points and 12 rebounds from John Collins, nine for 17 from the floor, three for five from deep, a plus seven for him. Uh, so one of the few positives for the Hawks offensively. Um, Cam Reddish with 34 points, 11 for 23, shooting six for 10 from deep. Big, uh, really kept the Hawks in the game a little bit, um, but also, you know, just also didn't give up a lot of points too. Um, you know, Matt, the, the Hawks defense just wasn't really on point. Um, the Magic starters all were positive in the plus minus category. All the Magic bench players, except for BJ Johnson, were in the negative. Same story as always. I, I you know, again, I, I'm singing the praises of all the G League guys. Um, I think they're playing hard, I think they're playing well. You can still tell that they're, you know, kind of a step below, and and I and I don't mean that. I, I I'm saying that with as little insult as I can. My observation is you can tell that the talent level kind of drops off a little bit, um, or in the talent level may be the wrong word, but it's the cohesion, it's the way they play together, it's the way they understand what's going on, um, the speed at which they play, especially at this NBA level. Um, you can tell that 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 kind of drops off a little bit when they when they enter the game, to, especially when they enter the game together. Usually, it's Robin Lopez out there with them, um, or Gary Harris, um, just to give try and give them a little bit of stability. But obviously, that's still a little bit of an issue. Um, besides Collins and Reddish, no other player for the Hawks in double figures. They shoot just forty percent from the floor, thirty-eight point seven percent, twelve for thirty-one from beyond the arc, twenty-two for twenty-nine from the foul line. They turned the ball over 14 times. Orlando with just 10 turnovers. The why Orlando was able to win. I got the score wrong earlier. The Orlando Magic defeat the Atlanta Hawks 104 to 98. A six-point win, not an eight-point win, but still a big win nonetheless. The Orlando Magic with their second win, second straight win. They uh, they they get they get another win. That's that, that we're not we haven't had a lot of those this year. So obviously a good night for the Magic. We'll talk a little bit about why the night was a good night for the culture as well here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Truebill. Do you know why free trials are new without your consent? It, it's it's really kind of a business scam to get to, out to get you. I know they mean well, maybe, um, by having you auto-renew or, or, or telling you, hey, you don't have to worry about paying this bill every month. It'll just auto-renew. But the problem with that is you forget that you set that renewal, and so you just keep paying it every single month. And they just pocket the money because you haven't told them to stop doing it. Don't let these corporations pocket your money that way. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and helped save them over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
culture, first off, culture is a word that Jeff Weltman doesn't like. Um, I'll, I'll put that out there first. Um, he doesn't know what that means. He doesn't understand. He, it, it's a buzzword, um, a shorthand for us to describe something. Uh, what that is, maybe I don't even know. But culture is not a word that the Magic like to use. Um, but nonetheless, the Magic do want to establish a, a sort of atmosphere about the about their team. Uh, and they want to establish a certain way that they play. Um, it, it's been something they've talked about all year, whether it's that pace, space, and pass thing, or uh, together toughness and tied, you know, tied together toughness and um, communication. Uh, I forget what the three things that Jeff that Jamal Mosley said all offseason about his defense were, but there, there is there is something that the Magic want to be a, a part of their core. I'm part of who they are at, at a very basic level. Um, and these, you know, I, I know I, I, I'm, I know I talked about it a little bit over the off season, these early games, this, this first wave of games here, this first season where yes, the magic aren't expected to win very much, uh, aren't expected to compete, um, aren't, um, aren't, you know, uh, uh, feeling that pressure to win. These early games are, or these early season, this early part of the rebuild is really important to establishing who this team is because there aren't going to be many wins. There isn't going to be the results that come from the process. It's at this moment where players have to trust the process. Again, another buzzword, another slogan, but it's here where when you talk about process over results, when you talk about doing the right things consistently over and over and over again, being good even at your worst, it's these moments, it's this season where that gets established. And failing to establish something resembling an identity or, or what you're trying to do on the floor, um, failing to establish what you want magic players to be about when they enter the building, when they go to practice, when they get to games, failing to establish that is a big reason why rebuilds fail. We've seen it firsthand here in Orlando. And if the magic want to get this one, right, it starts here. It starts today. It starts this season. Even if this season is not going to result in wins, even if, this season me is really built to get that draft pick or to bring that other player in. It still has to be about doing the things that will help this team win down the road. If there's been any disappointment through this early part of the season, it's not in the team's record because we expected that. It's in the inconsistency um, in the way that the team's played and, and the inability to say what this team is trying to do and what this team's trying to accomplish at times. And it's the Magic said they were going to be a good defensive team. They said that defense was going to be their focus and the Magic had been the worst defensive team in the league. There's incongruity there. If there's been a positive from all these absences and all these injuries and everything else, it's the Magic have had to kind of reset themselves a little bit here. They've had to strip away layers to get to the bone, to get to the basics of what they're trying to do. Because they got six new guys they got to teach it to on the fly. 
So you got to get simple. You got to get basic to do that. And that's what we've seen these last three games. Those basics, and yes, a lot of these guys did training camp with the Magic, played summer league with the Magic, so it's not like they're going all the way to square one. But the but but these last three games, we've seen the Magic defend at a really high level with more energy and intensity. And some of that is, yes, the urgency that these G League players, that these guys at the Magic have added to get through this, get through this COVID outbreak, the energy they brought has certainly lifted the team up. It certainly made the team better. And as expected, um, they are playing for their jobs. They are auditioning to the league right now, um, whether it's for another COVID replacement down the road or a contract next year. This tape is going to be with them forever um, and certainly will help them down the road. So there's definitely impetus on their part. Like I'm not ignoring that context. But at the same time, we're seeing all those elements, the defense, playing tied together, playing, you know, playing with energy and effort and intensity. Um, we're seeing the team coming together, integrating these new players. What, what's, what's, you know, again, you think about the Miami Heat and how, you know, successful cultures, they never get a pick wrong because they know the guys that they like and those guys fit in immediately. Those guys work immediately. And to me personally, I think it's a really good sign that all of these guys have had really good moments. It's a credit to, to Jamal Mosley that these guys have stepped in and made a pretty big impact. It feels like every game, one of these Geely guys is stepping up in a major way. Whether it's VJ Johnson tonight, whether it's Admiral Schofield, whether it's Asani Gravett in Saturday's game, or, you know, again, Freddie Gillespie, was, there's so many guys doing the things that this team needs to do. And doing it on such little preparation. It tells me something's working or that this can work. Again, granted all the context. But more importantly, I look to the bench. Because, yes, there's this identity that we think this Magic team is going to have, and, and, and it feels like they're, it's starting to click a little bit with this group. But I look to the bench more importantly. And it's been something that, that Cole Anthony has said, it's something that Jalen Suggs has said, it's something that Jamal Mosley has said. This team is really invested in each other. And if you want to talk about a culture, watch Cole Anthony cheering for his guys even when he can't play. Watch Wendell Carter on the bench cheering for his guys even when he can't play. Watch how they are still involved in the game. Watch how they are up cheering for their teammates, even teammates they just met a few days ago. That's part of culture. That's part of being bought in together. That's part, that's part of believing that the work is going to produce results. And at this point, all the magic have is belief. All the magic have is the faith that they will continue growing and get better and put all these pieces together. And this season is about that faith in so many ways. But the Magic also need reminders on the court to bake good on that faith. And it can't just be little victories. And the Magic have done a good job celebrating little victories um, and, and finding these positive moments, but it all has to add up too. And so every win is a statement about this team's culture. 
And especially wins like tonight, especially wins like Saturday night, when the adversity is at its highest, when the team could easily pack it in and quit, take a 25-point loss. No one would blame them. They don't have NBA players out there. No one would blame them. But that's not what this team did. That's not what any of these guys have done all year long for the most part. There's been a few games here and there. That's bound to happen in an 82-game season. But for the most part, these guys have fought Every moment it may not have been perfect. They may not have executed well, but they have fought. And that is part of the culture that all these new players entered. That's part of the culture. All these new players have embodied, have exemplified, have executed. And when the magic win, you see exactly who this team wants to be a strong defensive team. One that gets out and dictates the tempo and pace. One that is able to hit shots. One that is able to make plays. One that plays with poise. One that picks and lifts each other up during those hard runs that they give up. To get them centered. To get them right. It's not always easy to do all these things. This is a young team. There's going to be failures. There's going to be slips. And the Magic are right to focus on the good moments and the positive moments so that they can learn from the negative ones, from the bad ones. But when they win like this, when they look this good, when they look this fine, and they, you can see the excitement and joy on that bench, that's when you know you've won something. That's when you know you've grown the beginnings of a culture. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. You, of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, that you're tuning in, Himalaya, Google, Spotify, all the podcasts, podcast, your podcast, enable listen device, as well as streaming on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore me. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out Orlando Magic Daily. Tomorrow, we'll have a complete recap of the Orlando Magic's game against New Orleans Pelicans. But now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Bets podcast. Lee Sterling and your boy Q provide the latest analysis and insight to help you make your wagers. It's free and available on all platforms. Check it out today wherever you download podcasts. That's good for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic, Daily Locked On Magic, this has been Phil Frost and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.